and welcome to this end of the year uh, version of the Female Filmmaker Friday podcast. Uh, I apologize for disappearing for a month. Um, first, I had some recording issues, and then I had some health issues. I have had a pacemaker since I was 14, and um, apparently on election night, my pacemaker switched to low power mode, and I didn't notice for about a month, and then, because, you know, I was just feeling like crap regardless. And then I started feeling really bad, and I went to the doctor, to the cardiologist, and they were like, oh, shit, you need a new pacemaker. And I'm like, oh, no. But it was, like, it was due. It was about 10 years from my previous one. So um, I had to have a new pacemaker. And the week leading up to that, I felt terrible because my heart wasn't really working. And then um, I had, like, a couple weeks of recovery from the surgery. And so I didn't really – and then everyone's, like, on Christmas and everything, so I haven't really been able to schedule anybody to come in and talk – for some films, uh, or about some films for uh, an episode. So I thought, wouldn't it be nice to have everyone come back and talk about their favorite films from the year, whether they were uh, discoveries or new releases from 2016. So I had most of my guests, plus a few um, people who haven't been guests yet, but will hopefully be guests in the future, come and talk about their favorite um, films by women this year. Before we get uh, to them, though, I want to talk about some of the films I saw this year. So, obviously, last year, during the Year with Women, I saw, um, it was like, 310 films directed by women. That's a lot. And this year, I was going to do at least the 52 Films by Women Challenge. And I was hoping to do double that, but um, I, I failed. So, I managed to see... 66 films as of this recording that were directed by women. I plan to watch No Home Movie later tonight. Um, I've been sort of putting it off because I know it's going to destroy me. And um, I wanted to wait until the very, practically the very end of the year to be destroyed by Chantal Ackerman's final film. So No Home Movie I have not seen yet, but I plan to. So it'll be 67 by the time the year is actually over. And there were some interesting films. Um, I'm going to go through a few of the ones that I saw that I really enjoyed. Um, sort of uh, chronologically starting in January. So for one, I saw Jennifer Lynch's Boxing Helena. And it's a bit of a mess, but if you think about how young she was when she made it and how distinct the point of view is of the film, I think it's quite fascinating. And uh, it definitely deserves at least to be a cult film. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I also saw a film uh, by Alice Wu called Saving Face which is a beautiful um, romantic comedy with Asian-American lesbians. So that's really not something you see often. Um, thought that one was great. I also saw a film by, um, what is her name? Jack something or other. Jack Schaefer called Timer. It's a science fiction romantic comedy. I like romantic comedies that are not quite what you expect them to be. So that one was great. Um, I saw uh, Cadillac Records, which is by um, Darnell Martin and has a great Beyonce performance. Um, I really recommend that one. I saw two films that I had meant to see last year and didn't see. Um, I'm actually talking about almost everything I saw. Sorry, guys. But I saw two films that I meant to see last year on Netflix and didn't, and they're both really quite great. Um, and I think they're both still on. Netflix. One is Tina Mabry's Mississippi Damned, and the other is Victoria Mahoney's Yelling to the Sky, 
their great coming of age uh, films by women of color. So I really recommend those. I saw Kelly Reichardt's River of Grass. I actually saw every Kelly Reichardt film when we talked about that. Um, Lemonade. Well, I'll get to Lemonade. Um, what else? These are all the... I'll get to the 2016 ones in a second. Let's see. I saw uh, a couple of films by favorite directors, um, but I hadn't seen some of their early films, so I saw Jane Campion's Two Friends, which I thought was fantastic. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. And Jillian Armstrong's High Tide. Very good film. Um, really great Judy Davis performance. I saw, um, let's see. Cassie Lemon's Caveman's Valentine. Obviously I talked about that in that show. Um, and that's about it for my, uh, discoveries. Um, but I saw, so new releases, I think I saw, let's see here, I saw one, two, I'm just going to count for you guys, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, uh, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. So 32, soon to be 33 um, of the films I watched this year directed by women were new releases. And my favorites were um, Lemonade. Which, like, is one of the greatest pieces of art I think I've seen in forever. It's so beautiful. The, I mean, the songs are great. When you compare, when you add the songs to the visuals, to the poetry of Warshan Shire, you, you just have an amazing piece of work. And um, I just loved it so much. So I've, it's probably the film I've watched the most this year. I've rewatched it so many times and every time I know I watch it I notice something else that I think is just brilliant about it so um Beyonce's Lemonade there's she has other co-directors um but it's ugh, just brilliant and then I really 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 loved Bridget Jones's Baby um I'm glad that they brought it back to the original director I think having um Sharon McGuire jumped back in, brought it to a closer place to the original film than um, the second film, which was just a mess. Um, but I just think that Renee is great in that role. I love hanging out with Bridget. I thought Patrick Dempsey was absolutely um, just radiant in the film. And it was fun to watch him, like, it was fun to watch an actor have so much fun in a role. Um, and I also thought that um, Colin Firth was just heartbreaking. There were a few scenes where you're like, am I in a, a comedy still? Like, I'm crying here. Um, so it was really great. And then um, I want to mention uh, Ava DuVernay's 13th which I saw several great documentaries on race relations in America today. Um, and 
this one was probably my favorite, partly because it was the most succinct because it was the shortest, so it kind of had to be really succinct. Uh, but I just think um, she's a brilliant director, and I, I'm, I'm glad that she sort of takes her talent and sort of spreads it on all kinds of different types of, of film. She has, you know, this film. She has um, Middle of Nowhere, which is sort of a relationship drama. She has Selma, which is a biopic. Um, she has two different uh, documentaries on hip-hop. One that I can't find anywhere. Um, she has uh, I Will Follow, which is about grief. Um, Queen Sugar is a great, you know, family saga television show. And then she's going to put her spin on... Um, the a Wrinkle in Time. So she's someone closer to a Wrinkle in Time. I'd love to do a show about her. Um, or if she's listening, I'd love to have her on the show. Um, but you know, she's a very busy woman, so I, I understand. So, anyways, um, I'll I'll post my whole list of everything I watched directed by women this year um, on this post. So you can click on that and, and have a look um, and ask me any questions that you want. And now I'm going to uh, hand this over to my guests who all uh, called in. They all sent me their um, favorites. And some of these are longer than others. And um, I hope you enjoy these these uh, picks that everyone sent in. And thank you, everyone, who listened to the show this year. And thank you to everyone who came on. And um, I'm hoping to have some more great shows going forward starting in January. Um, and if you have, like, some filmmakers that you would love for me to, to talk about. Um, I, ha I have ideas for shows and I have feelers out to guests and things, but I'm always interested to hear what you guys would like to hear about. Um, so if you want to tweet at me or uh, comment or whatever with directors that you think I should do a show on, feel free to do that. Um, I would love to try to talk about as many of these great directors as I possibly can, and I would love to illuminate uh, filmographies that people are interested in. So please let me know and have a happy new year. This is Sabine Stend talking about a couple of my favourite films that I saw this year. A film that I saw this year that I really loved was Georgia Vazian's short film, The Stylist. Um, that is incredibly visual, it's beautifully shot. Um, it's also very funny, but it's also quite sad and rather touching. And that's currently being adapted into a feature film. Another one was Matty Doe's Dearest Sister. Um, Matty is instrumental as a Laos filmmaker. And only 75 films have actually come out of Laos. Dearest Sister is only the second horror to come from Laos. And it's a very, very different horror. It's very understated. You don't quite know where it's going to go or what you're seeing or it's it's a an old-fashioned ghost story in many ways but in, in other ways it's it's not that at all so definitely those two i would highly suggest you seek out hi i'm Aurelia torres and my favorite female directed movie that i saw this year was marielle's heller's the diary of a teenage girl it's a very creative and bright coming of age movie in which bell Pauli plays mini a teen living in San Francisco during the 1970s that starts an affair with her mom's boyfriend. Heller captures perfectly the emotional roller coaster that it is to be a teenage girl, like feeling that time is running out or wanting to be loved unconditionally, 
while showing the darkest parts of Minnie's journey. And Pauli is great expressing the angst and general disappointment that comes with growing older. So if any of you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend it. Thanks for listening. Hello, this is Lady P. Um, thank you, Mariah, for having me on this Best of 2016 episode. Um, if the sound of my voice is familiar, it's because I was on the Female Filmmaker Friday podcast on Ida Lupino. Um, 2016 was actually a great year for female filmmakers, um, and it's really hard to narrow my selection down to just one offering. Um, so I'm going to assume that one of the other brilliant contributors to this episode is going to cover Lemonade, Tony Erdman, and NoHo Movie, which were probably my favorite 2016 releases. Um, and instead I'm going to talk about a film that brought me a lot of pure, unmitigated joy. I don't know about the rest of you, but I could use a reason to feel good right about now. And uh, my feel-good movie of the year was City of Gold by Laura Gabbert. It's a documentary about LA Times food critic Jonathan Gold. Um, I went into this movie with really low expectations. I thought it would just be a chef's table style food porn. Um, but it turned out to be an exploration of how Los Angeles was built through a diverse culinary history and the importance that food culture has played in the immigrant story. And as a proud Los Angeles native, the whole thing just filled me with civic pride and made me feel good, which again, I could use right about now. Um, and quickly, one discovery that I made in 2016 was, um, and quickly one discovery that I made in 2016 was a 1983 film called Entre Nous by Diane Coriz. Um, it stars Isabel Huppert and Miu Miu, um, and they play a pair of 1950s French housewives um, who forge a very close friendship, much to the chagrin of their Shelby husbands. Uh, this film was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Foreign Film, and it stars Isabel Hubert, who's been champion lately as our greatest living actress. And yet this film has been all but forgotten. It's not available on DVD or streaming. And so I just quickly wanted to use this platform to champion this film and see if we can get it back in print. Okay, um, I think that's it for now. Thanks for having me on, Mariah. Hi, this is Justine Smith. I am a freelance film writer who lives, loves, and works in Montreal. Cheating a bit on this, but I would love to highlight the new holy trinity of horror films from engaging female filmmakers. First, Annabelle's The Love Witch, which reinvented Eurotrash horror glamour with a distinctly feminine twist. Second, Karad Kusama's The Invitation, about the pitfalls of grief and its incredibly destructive power. Third, the lush, surprising, and musical vampiric mermaid horror film, The Lure, directed by Agnieszka Smoczynska. Hi, my name is Diana Drum. I'm the woman behind the curtain of the Twitter account Female Film Critics, as well as a writer, social media person, and sometimes gal about town. What's my favorite film directed by a woman in 2016? Well... Favorite. 
Favorite is a very tough word, especially so this year. It's been a very strong year for films by women. Uh, probably the strongest I've seen, though I haven't really been around for that long. So, yeah, so I'm going to dance around the question a bit. I'd say entering 2017, the most integral watch is 13th, which is so devastating and vital and necessary and is also on Netflix. If you want transcendent heartbreak and heart mend, you can't do better than no home movie, camera person, and things to come. If you like films that challenge the gender status quo in innovative ways, I wholeheartedly recommend Always Shine, Chevalier, and Sworn Virgin. If you want ballsy narrative filmmaking, go with The Dressmaker and The Invitation. I still need to see Queen of Cotway, American Honey, Certain Women, The Love Witch, and White Girl, so those are a few more names of note. As for a favorite new-to-me, not-2016 film I saw in 2016, I've really got to say everybody, especially those interested in gender theory and the gender gaze in film, has to see The Gold Diggers by Sally Potter. It's like feminist film theory and Citizen Kane melded into an 80s avant-garde film starring Julie Christie. Thanks, Mariah, for asking this question and hosting this show on top of everything else you do. Happy holidays, and here's hoping for a happy new year. Hi, Mariah. It's Kristen Sales. Just want to call in with my favorite uh, female-directed movie of 2016, and that is Certain Women. Um, directed by Kelly Reichardt. Um, this is not only my favorite film directed by a woman this year, it's actually just my favorite movie. This was my favorite movie of 2016. Um, what I like about Certain Women is that it is a rare film about female professionalism, about women who are just kind of trying to do their jobs amidst all of these um, obstacles with the personal relationships in their life, and also against... A, a very kind of harsh, barren, cold landscape. Um, it's a great sweater movie, it's a great corgi movie, and it's a great movie for people looking tired and cold. And I love it. Thanks for having me on the show twice this year, and wishing you a happy new year and a happy new year to all your listeners too. Okay, bye. Uh, so here I am one more time just saying uh, Happy New Year again, and I hope you all have some great um, film-watching experiences in 2017. Keep seeking out films directed by women. I want to thank Sabina Stent, Aurelia Torres, Lady P, Justine A. Smith, Diana Drum, and Kristen Sales for sharing with me and all of you their favorite films directed by women that they watched last year. I'd also like to thank Monica Castillo and Angelica Bade. Jade Bastian for uh, coming on the show and talking with me earlier this year and Miriam Bale who we had some really bad technical issues recording our podcast and so hopefully uh, she can come back on the show and I'll um, actually record correctly and get that out to all of you because she's a great conversationalist and I hope to um, share what we we were discussing. Uh, we were recording a Jane not Jane, um, Sophia Coppola podcast and uh, everything just died so um Hopefully that will see the light of day in 2017. I've also have plans to talk about Chantal Ackerman. I have a few more of her films I need to watch first. Uh, Jillian Armstrong, 
and several other wonderful filmmakers. Um, so uh, hopefully in the coming months, uh, I'll be talking about some of your favorites or maybe some people that you uh, haven't seen their work yet, and I'll help you discover them. Either way, I hope you have a great uh, last few days of 2016 and a much, much better 2017. And again, thank you for listening to the Female Filmmaker Friday podcast. This is Mariah, also known as Old Films Flicker, signing off for the year. Um, and to quote a film not directed by women, but that I really enjoyed this year, this would be Keanu. People can't be excellent to you unless you're excellent to yourself. So be excellent to yourselves and uh, watch some really great films. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet. 